0: it easy i yeah. can tell where we start and end hey we're starting uh it's the comic book bone zone this is uh we're boning it up this is number 26 <laughs> heather might bone out the baby today during the podcast we'll keep an eye out on it it's a labor watch heather
1: 2023 <laughs> yeah i
0: was like uh i don't have an answer i don't have something else for that
1: yeah
0: uh so i'm champ champenstein
1: I'm Heather Hadfield.
0: going to fix my hair. Here. There we and, go. And uh, we're here to give you a comic book fix for the last like couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Heather has a stack of comics, but most of them are the same ones I have. But <laughs> it helps. It helps for when I get tired talking.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was I was very proud of how many comics I ended up with. Like the last two weeks, I was like, "There's no way." I'm not gonna have anything to talk about, and then jokes on me—I
0: have three. So we still have lots to talk about, though. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, we have we have a lot. There's a lot of like first issues too. So mm-hmm. very good. Okay,
0: I'm gonna go. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: All right, I have Realm of X. This is issue one. This is part of Fall of X. Um, I did not read the Hellfire Gala mm-hmm. this year. Um, and I feel yeah. like I probably should have because it would (laughs) have explained a few things here like they they did a pretty good job of like explaining leading up to it and stuff yeah but i feel like to get like a full understanding of exactly what had happened like right before this i probably should have read it but um i guess after the hellfire gala the uh group of x people they all end up in like different spots because they get thrown out something i don't know but it was just mentioned in here again i should have read it but um this series follows magic mirage typhoid mary dust marrow and curse and they end up on vanaheim if you know anything about thor then you know that uh about the world tree and then you know about all the different kinds of worlds and stuff vanaheim is one of those worlds that is always mentioned in like norse mythology and stuff like that and it's like where uh magic essentially takes place like Thor's mom is Vanaheim and that's why she knows magic and that's why she was able to teach Loki like all this kind of stuff Mm -hmm. um so that's where they end up uh with a handful of other mutants um but they kind of walk into another battle that's like happening on Vanaheim and it turns out like but they're trying to find curse because uh curse is getting up to some shenanigans here um, so yeah, that's basically it just explains kind of what the prophecy is, what they need to do, and why they need to find curse like immediately. Um, this is written by Torun Gronbeck, who did do Thor um mm-hmm. oh, yeah. after Donnie Cates. And I really, really like Torun Gronbeck as a writer. I think she also did uh the Valkyrie Jane Foster I series. would I
0: say I remember she did some Jane Foster series for sure. Yeah.
1: Um, and so I did, I, I enjoyed this. Um, I, I, you know, it's only like four or five issues, which is kind of why I wanted to read it anyway, because I was like, nah, I like the writer mm. and I, I I do like Vanaheim and, but the group of mutants I've never been like particularly fond of, I guess. Yeah. I haven't like, not like disliked them, but, but then the art is also pretty good
0: yeah it looks nice
1: mm-hmm. so overall i thought it was like a good issue it was, you know i i am interested and i do want to read whatever is left if it, if it turns into like ongoing for some reason cut me out but it <laughs> up, I will do it.
0: it's, yeah
1: it's just a nice little story
0: All right. oh, my <laughs> okay well i have the first issue of penguin this is uh Covers by Brian Boland. It's really, really good. Uh, but the the story is by Tom King. And then uh, that is Batman. God damn it, y'all. I'm sorry. I f- uh Raphael de, de, de La Torre and Marcelo Maiolo does the colors. Um book looks great. Like the art is like very 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 good yeah looks looks really good um so this is a little story about penguin uh this takes place after the events of killing time so penguin is living in another city just trying to be a chill guy just not kill anyone or rough anyone up just just be a normal guy um a detective who is basically trying to catch Batman decides to use uh, the penguin to get to Batman and kind of with uh, tw- twists him, does some things to like make him angry. And that's kind of the beginning of this story. I personally really enjoyed it. I think like the art is one of the things that really, really sold me. There were mm-hmm. different perspectives too, like you heard the story from different people's point of views and then it was also just like really really hated the cop <laughs> like really just disliked uh, everything that she was about it made me incredibly angry
1: that's good that means that's a good written cop
0: <laughs> it was just like uh you are just the lowliest piece of shit that has ever existed and i Mm -hmm. hope the worst i hope the worst for you in this story um
1: love that that energy going into (laughs) it
0: so yeah that's uh what i took took into that book i really yeah i really really enjoy it i think if you like the penguin it's definitely worth checking out again this this cover is just really good phenomenal uh disgusting (laughs) yeah it's like there's that frank quietly one i got when the gotham villains Mm -hmm. book came out and that is also a very grotesque penguin and i just like so the best best ways to draw him looks best that way
1: yeah i feel like that's really the only way that you can have him is like when he just looks gross because that makes the most sense for like his character Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. No man is gonna go by the name the penguin and be like good looking (laughs)
0: And, like, eating raw, like, lots of raw fish. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna... <laughs> uh, I do I do think that's worth picking up. And then next I have uh, the Dark Spaces. This is the Hollywood special. This is just, you know, that Dark Spaces, I guess, universe. I don't know how to just describe it, because it just kind of feels like a line. But it's kind of, like, horror-themed. This deals with a actress in the like 30s it doesn't have a time frame here um and she ends up kind of being disowned by her daughter via a letter and is going to this mining town where they are all trapped down in the mines but just like all of these kind of stories there's something like a little more twisted going on right uh but yeah i i enjoyed it as a whole i don't know if i'll keep reading it it wasn't it wasn't bad, but I also I'm just like I got a lot that I'm reading right now. Yeah, so and
1: isn't there another like Dark Spaces story running as well? Yeah, or? there's
0: that uh Dark Spaces Good Deeds that story. Right, yeah, and that I really like that story a lot. Um, it's just I don't know. This is uh, written by Jeremy Lambert, and the art is by Claire Rowe, and the colors are. Yeah. Very- Jordy Beller. It like it looks really good and like I said it was interesting and it has like that like you know. Yeah. That 1930s like 540s. The pulpy norm. Yeah. 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 That sort of feel. But I'm reading a lot. Yeah. That's fair. And then lastly I have Miss Truesdale. This is In the Fall of Hyperborea uh this is by mike mcnola and jesse longgren and this is the last issue um the story was really interesting the art was really really good now, there's not a lot to say about it it's just kind of like little short story in the hellboy universe but i think it was worth reading it? yeah i really really liked it i liked the ending a lot i liked i liked the story as a whole but i really liked how all of the pieces were kind of like connected and put together and like I don't know. It it was worth like the the long haul of it because when I got to the end, I was like, oh, that's like that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: Very good. Okay.
0: How's the how's the baby? Still in there?
1: He's, He's making waves. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh- damn it disgusting fingerprints on the back how does this always my hands are
0: clean <laughs> i don't know uh right. so anyway <laughs> we have the Cole. this is issue number one uh this is by kelly thompson and Matia de Eloise. and Elouise? then Elouise? yeah I yeah know. i feel like we're, we're close and the letters are by Hassan At Allahu Alahu. Uh I I really liked this. It just all like I think it was the art that I really liked. Yeah, no, I can definitely
1: uh second that. Um, because we had talked about it like briefly. Um, you're introduced to this group of young adults, <laughs> I would say. Yeah. Um who they all obviously have their own issues at home. They're all meeting up at a very specific time, like what, three o'clock in the morning, to go to an area to record. Um, they're filming like a movie or something, and it has to be done at this very specific time. Um, but yeah, this, the main girl, I I don't know their names. I cannot remember. Oh,
0: I There's no way I'll remember anyone's name right now
1: maybe eventually (laughs) but um she is dealing with the i'm gonna say loss of her brother but by that i mean he's missing like he's not dead he's actually lost um one of the girls gets hit by her stepdad it's they all have issues essentially and yeah they're all just going to a spot to film and then she's also trying to like Find clues about where her brother went. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's interesting, but I do feel like there were like way too many pieces moving for a first issue. Mm-hmm. And it was hard to follow with all of the introductions of the new characters.
0: Yeah. I like, I didn't, I didn't mind kind of just like jumping right into like the story and like them like doing their thing. Yeah. I think the th- the thing that was like a lot was like, yeah, opening like giving you pieces of their backstory without like, I guess delving deeper, which I'm sure they will. Right. But it's one of one of those things where you're like, you know, you don't really understand <clears throat> the main characters' like real like intentions until like the like very end of the issue something I did like was like being introduced to her through like all of the different characters mm-hmm. that was like an interesting like way to go about it um but yeah it just it did feel like there was like just too much going on there's just like too many pieces
1: yeah and I mean it it seems like it's going to be one of those stories where it all makes sense like there's a reason why it, all this happened in this first mm-hmm. issue, yeah it was just a lot maybe it was the art style as well where it just felt too real
0: (laughs) yeah but that's true you kind of get sucked in there
1: yeah because the art is so good so so good so yeah it was it was a good issue it was just i those were the very small issues that we had with it
0: yeah for sure Uh, five out of five popcorns
1: yeah i would agree five out of five all right i'm ready we both have The Immortal Thor. This is issue number one. It's an Al Ewing book, which I was actually pretty excited about. Um, it's literally just a Thor story, which I was, I I needed a new one. So I decided to give it a try and everyone knows mm-hmm. how much I love Thor. And so I I was pleased. I was very pleased with it. I liked the art a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Martine Coccolo. And of course... Matthew Wilson, on colors. Yeah,
0: the colors are so good.
1: Hmm. I don't feel like I've I read a Thor book where Matthew Wilson was not on the colors. Did he do I the? Remember anyway.
0: Did he do the colors for the Donnie Cates run?
1: You know, I can't remember, but I'm going to assume so because I <laughs> I remember thinking that the art was like the one cool thing about it. I'm going to look it up real quick because now okay. I need to know. <laughs> I might have just fibbed to everyone.
0: Uh yeah. I mean, this is just a I don't know. I like I really liked the art a lot. But it if I told Tether this earlier, it just like felt like it just kept going and I wanted it to I wanted it to end. I wanted to get to like the point it was trying to make. And that was just like oh, the main thing to me. Yeah, Matthew Wilson does colors. Okay.
1: So uh-huh. it's crazy he does it for every single thor story that i've ever (laughs) read. all
0: right any anything else besides your undying love for matthew wilson on thor books
1: no i think that's it um it did the writing of this particular issue reminded me of that one issue from the hulk run i think it was immortal hulk that out Ewing also did it was like it it was a crazy issue like number 25 it was the only one that I ever read of that entire series and it was because you can read it as a standalone yeah it was it was really good it was really good and this kind of reminded me it had that same kind of like flow with the writing and I thought it was really cool so
0: sure I like I could have just like I said to you could have just not been in that mood for it and it was just like long so it was just like eh yeah just no it was baby very long
1: <laughs> very long it took me like I don't know I read comics pretty fast I feel like and that mm-hmm. it took me a minute to like get through it um I think the thing I liked the most about it though was how <laughs> they were dealing with the Jotunheim and stuff and Loki just kind of shows up and it was like oh I don't want to. I'm not king anymore I don't want to do this anymore <laughs> Like yeah I'm not interested in this anymore. They can take care of themselves. <laughs> like
0: <laughs> Yeah. Just
1: doing what Loki does. I fucking love it.
0: <laughs> All right, speak, speaking of Loki. Yep. Speaking Perfect seg. The
1: devil. This is Loki. This is issue number 3. Um I just wanted to I have the america and cover oh yeah up, yeah which i thought was really cool they didn't have any variants for number four what is that all about <laughs> and it's the last issue that's yeah hmm. stupid <laughs> anyway uh loki is currently trying to find all the pieces um to the ship and he ends up what is what it? uh
0: I, I thought they said it right at the beginning but i thought so too
1: i swear i read this this came out last week and so i forget things very easily but anyway he ends up with um oh my god i
0: can't even think of their name hopefully and
1: <laughs> i almost said the witcher <laughs>
0: It's right on the front. Wiccan and Holpling.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, whatever planet they're on is where Loki is.
0: So, yes, they they are on this planet they're telling Loki kind of the story of how it is able to maintain uh its people and like have have its sun which is an basically having a man trapped in the sun, whom they all believe is basically like a, like a heretic or just like a bad guy.
1: Um, a, a God kind of in a way, but, but like, yeah.
0: he's like a distru- like they don't trust him. Right. But basically Loki finds out that he is suffering. Uh, but they have this dilemma that, you know, if they, kill this guy they kill the sun which will you know be very impactful on the people and the planet that they're on um and then Loki kind of just does what he he, they need to do anyway
1: Loki makes decisions that no one else will
0: (laughs) yeah it's like I I do think in the end that was a better decision but do you understand like the more moral dilemma of the larger picture of it?
1: Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree because I I I did go back and forth on that as well because always my first is like, well, I mean Loki doesn't do things to like there's reasons behind everything that he does, mm. but but also. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think this issue, like, I don't know, this book is so good. And I think it is, like, stuff like that where it puts you in these, like, quandaries where you you also think about it, too. Like, you end up having these, like, I don't know, big, kind of big feelings about this, like, decision that was made. And I honestly, like, I'm really bummed out that there's only one more issue. Like, I really wish there was more because I it it just, it's so good and so like well told and like well drawn and i don't know it seems like a disservice to like anyone who's like an actual loki fan to like let this end at four issues or don't let like not letting dan waters continue like some sort of sort of loki story
1: yeah i feel like i don't know if dan waters were was to do loki stories like once a year i would die a happy person like yeah. I would be super pleased with it because I haven't gotten like a good good solid like Loki story since Agent of Asgard and I have liked all of the Loki stories mm-hmm. that have come out for one reason or another but Agent of Asgard is the one where Loki makes all these decisions like like in this particular issue mm-hmm. that always make you question well like <laughs> is Loki like a good or a bad person loki's gray always
0: (laughs) (laughs) so anyway yeah that looks real good
1: yeah super good i love it i love loki
0: okay okay baby's still in there
1: yeah this this tea is not very good but i'm supposed to be drinking it so i just don't like tea very much
0: it's a bummer tea's the best
1: if it was like ice cold tea I think I would be okay with it, but I don't have any ice. And so I brewed it hot and then waited for it to cool off. (laughs) So it's like fine. It's, you know, I like fruit teas more than anything, but it's just, if I had some pineapple juice in it, I bet it would be real good. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. These are things I crave. Um, Okay. So I have (laughs) night terrors nightwing issue number two um this i don't know just concludes the the nightwing series um for this i don't i don't really know how to explain it um he gets out of his nightmare (laughs) like discovers at some point that what is happening is like actually a nightmare like scarecrow is the one who has to be like this isn't real dude (laughs) what's wrong with you (laughs) (laughs) he's doing all these crazy things in arkham um but yeah i thought that was a very funny like it's not a twist necessarily because it happens very early on in the book but like scarecrow and him are just like hanging out this whole time just trying to find oracle and they finally find her and Uh. yeah and then when he i don't know i'm glad that these are only two issues long because it is just I I liked it I thought it was a lot of fun but had it been like any more than that I would have been like not interested but I do the only reason I did pick it up is because I love that artist a lot and yeah there's some really really good pages here um because the one thing that I do like about this artist a lot is the way that they do like angry teeth yeah and there were a lot of angry teeth in this and I thought it was very cool
0: Who's that artist again? I can't remember their name off the top of my head. I can never pronounce it. Let
1: you get to the page so I can actually like okay, Danielle D Nicolo. Nicola
0: Nicola. Yeah. Okay. I always get uh him and Simone de Dem Demayo. De yeah. Mixed up They're for very some reason. Easy to get mixed up. Yeah. Like their art. Their art styles are still like completely. Different yeah. at the same time. So it's just like, how do I keep doing this? It's the D. <laughs> <laughs> it could be easily. Um, okay, I guess I'll go. Are you- mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, done. First I have this last issue of Daredevil. This is number f- the f- last issue of Chip Zidarski and uh Marco Ticeto's run on Daredevil. Um everybody's the people that uh matt has saved from hell they're getting back to their regular lives but foggy and electric kind of keep seeing like glimpses of matt around the city um and then in the end of this like electric kind of has like a talk with a priest who looks like matt murdoch and then and then the book ends
1: yeah it's saints thing
0: i guess (laughs) i haven't watched boondock saints since i was like 18 years old (laughs) Uh.
1: (laughs) as funny as it was the reference doesn't even make any sense i just thought (laughs) i just thought it would be funny to say
0: (laughs) um but yeah i mean it just it felt like the ending just like you know was kind of it like felt like the beats were right but kind of felt rushed at the same time Mm -hmm. um it felt like like, the character that they had introduced previously, Goldie, like, he's supposed to, like, kind of, like, have been in Matt's life his whole life and kind of, like, had control over it. Like, some sort of, like, heavenly control. And that character kind of felt, like, unused at the end. Um, I don't know. It it felt like there was supposed to be more, and then it just, they were like, well, we got to finish this and start yeah. over this is the last issue we have to do this yeah so I don't don't know it wasn't it wasn't bad I I wish it had been given like the time it needed or something yeah um anyway if you like Daredevil probably worth it um at least the first like couple story arcs before this like renumbering happened are you okay over there
1: yeah, I was squeezing my tea bag out and I ripped it.
0: So. <laughs> okay, love that. Uh, so the next I have uh, Zeno. This is issue number three. This is the last issue of this. It's like just a little anthology of different. Um, I like, kind of like horror stories, sci-fi stories. This was I really liked like every single story in this issue, like a lot. I thought they were all very fun, very interesting um there's one where like these people are in the middle of the forest and kind of get like pulled into this town that ends up being like kind of like a live like weird fungus thing uh there's one where these uh space explorers like end up killing these giant slugs that live on this like planet and decide to eat it and they find out that like if you eat it you actually are turning into a slug and they're eating one of their like uh i don't know mates the people who they came down to the planet with so yeah there's just like all the stories like for this book have been kind of like that but this was i don't know particularly good i really liked it all right very good
1: um is that one kind of expensive if i remember correctly
0: uh it is a little expensive i think it is oh i guess it's not that expensive it's 5.99 okay but one bunch of little tiny guys different creators so Uh, And then next I have I'm going to help myself. I wanted to keep reading it. Uh, This is Barnstormers. This is issue number two. Uh, This is the Scott Snyder and Tula Lote book. Uh, So it looks great. Mm -hmm. Looks fantastic. Stories just basically, you know, a girl runs away with a guy who does plane tricks after kind of being forced to marry a rich man for like farming reasons. And so the rich guy is like chasing after her. And it's like the stories about them like trying to get away. So, you know, the, like good pulpy pulp story there mm-hmm. uh, ends up, they get in this chase here in this this particular issue uh, and end up burning down like a, like a, like I, I don't know, a restaurant, some sort okay. of club. Uh, but it's not like the, their fault, the, the high flyers, I'm going to call them that. Cause I'm never going to remember anyone's name, even though I feel like they do have like fairly, cause their idea is like Hawk and dove anyway, who cares? Uh, <laughs> it's not their fault. It's the rich man's fault, but he finds a way to like pin it on them and get, you know, get the world rolled after them anyway it's 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 exactly like those types of stories are like it feels Mm -hmm. like that i don't have any problems with it because i'm just like yeah i kind of want to read this
1: you knew what to expect yeah
0: it kind of feels like a romance like one of those weird romance novels
1: and i love those
0: yeah you i mean i might let you i could let you borrow this you might like it
1: i would uh, yeah i bet i would love it (laughs) (laughs)
0: okay are you ready
1: yes greasy fingers again you know uh this is batman superman world's finest this is issue number 18 yeah number 18 um and this is just it starts the origin story of how the two of them started working together
0: oh i just realized i didn't read this
1: It's very cute. I did. I really liked this issue. Yeah.
0: No. I'll, I'll go back and read it. I just like for some reason I thought I had read it, so I kept like putting it on the bottom of my pile. But I was like looking at the art, and I was like, mm, <laughs> "No, I don't remember this."
1: Oh goodness. Yeah. It uh, was. I had a lot of fun. I mean, this book is just a lot of fun in general. Yeah. But this issue and, was very cute,
0: and the art in this one's by Travis Moore, and Travis Moore's art is also just real fucking good too yes yeah no i'll i'll read this put this off to the side to read later what happens when you get too many comic books
1: yeah it's a lot there's a lot of books <laughs> um okay next we both have night terrors detective comics uh this is issue number two this also completes uh, this little story about gordon and his hellraisers <laughs> yeah
0: i i still i really fucking love this story i think it's really really good
1: yeah the art for it just is so fucking good
0: yeah i just i like how the story like really like gets at the core of like what you know gotham is and like Mm -hmm. like who gordon is and like what it means i like it i liked it kind of leaving off on this like note of like maybe these things that they've introduced here are real mm-hmm. which is like even more unsettling
1: yeah because those things are scary what are they called i can never
0: Pen- pentapriest
1: yeah pentapriests. yeah um much like you know the, the hellraisers what are they called the Sim bites cenobites i almost call them symbiotes um <laughs> This no that's a, I,
0: that's a different thing
1: completely different. Um they kind of they give you a wish but they always like twist what the wish ends up being. So there's a lot of distrust and uh
0: destruction that happens. Yeah. Yeah, just uh a real cool like creepy like character design there too and mm-hmm. Like, giving them a way to, like, be called forth was was cool. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely real big Hellraiser vibes, but yeah, I I will take it.
1: And I I do, like, this is one that, like, I would even recommend. Just, like, not even, like, a part of that. Oh, yeah. Like, it's two issues. It's a nice little, like, horror story. It's really good.
0: Yeah, yeah, you really don't have to know anything about what the fuck Night Terror shit is happening Mm -hmm. To read this because and then the way it ends too it is just like leaves it just so open in mm-hmm. such a way where it's like it's totally chill
1: uh another great dan water book dan water's book
0: yeah like my guy's uh killing killing it just writing some real good some uh bangers
1: if you will yes bangers
0: <laughs>
1: um okay and then next we have dark knights of steel this is issue number 12 finally this is the last issue we get the conclusion of the little war that's happening between the three kingdoms I mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just gotta and say
0: i don't want to spoil anything but my god it was so good i i do i want to say amanda waller sucks and like any universe that she is in she is like yeah. the absolute worst i ugh, annoying um yeah i really i really liked this issue there were parts where i i don't want to say it felt like disappointing but it felt like that we hit the high points already and this kind of just like leveled off like too hard
1: mm-hmm.
0: um i liked i liked to kind of having like an open ending where we could see more because i i do like the universe that was built here um but if I didn't get any more, that would also be absolutely fine because yes. it was just like a very well told story. It had like, you know, twists and turns and it it was I know, worth, worth the time.
1: Yeah, no, I definitely agree with all of what you said. And there there were parts of it that were a little frustrating, like, you know, people didn't get in trouble with things like they <laughs> you should have. And then it was just never touched on again. But, you know, I just, I really enjoyed it. I had a, a lot of, a lot of fun with it, even though I feel like it took forever for the whole story to be released, like, years.
0: I mean, I think it did at least take, like, what, three years?
1: Yeah, it was something crazy like that.
0: Here, I can look up when the first issue came out. Um, and I
1: do have the variant, because I've been getting all the variants, of course. Um Doesn't... They who does Ooh, God. this one but this is the the b cover for it pretty cute it's, it's all working together
0: uh so first published november 2nd 2021 so two years
1: this is uh tales of suspense it's issue number two uh this is just like the anthology of stories um through that what are they called
0: Syzygy Syzy- synergy. synergy. <laughs> synergy yes.
1: Um, but the two stories, Lamore 13 and Dream Weaver. um, they're just continuations of the stories that had started in the first issue. So that I don't really have anything about it. They were, okay. just, they were just stories, they were, they were fine.
0: Were they the same? Are they the same stories from the first one?
1: yeah yeah it's just like the second part there's no nothing extra um and I'm not sure how many issues this is supposed to be in the long run oh it says next month the dream is over so I guess I guess we'll see (laughs) because it could just mean that one dream weaver story will be done but the rest of it keeps going and maybe there's like a new story I don't know We'll see. I'll give it one more issue and then if there's any more after that then I probably just won't read anymore cuz I do enjoy it to an extent like I like the art and stuff for it but I just don't really don't really have any interest in it otherwise.
0: All right. Okay, well I guess I'll go. Um <laughs> I have Bone Orchard Tenement. Uh this is issue number 3. This just continues the story of some Seven people who live in a apartment (laughs) were picked to live in an apartment building and go through hell together. Okay, Um, so
1: it's like that one Halloween movie (laughs) um with
0: Buster Rhymes. I, I don't uh they just actually live in this apartment building together. Uh this kid ends up getting a key from an old man who dies, opens up a door to some fucked up dimension. And these people who live in the apartment complex or, or building are like, let's go down, let's explore this creepy basement place. because the whole world is now like weird and gross, where else are we gonna go? Uh, so they, I mean, do this that. all
1: makes sense to me. This is all something <laughs> I would do.
0: So they do that, and some of them end up dying. But the seven people were like introduced to at the very beginning, like the very first issue or the people who survive that we're going to see, I guess, go through whatever trials and tribulations are here. Kind of give gave me a House of Leaves vibes. Oh, OK. Just like the way like the, the building is now. Oh, that's I don't know. I really like it. Again, I think it's been the more interesting of all of these like Bone Orchard books so far, but we'll see. I didn't realize it's like ten issues. I
1: think. Yeah, I just discovered that like a couple days ago when I was looking at the new previews. I was like, "That's weird." I thought for sure it would only be like five, but no, they're they're doing it. There's ten whole issues for that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. I was I was also shocked because I I found out the same way, and I was like, "Oh, okay, ten? Huh. All right. I'll, I'm ready. I guess." You're going to have
1: to be. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, next, I have Newburn. This is issue number 10. Um, 10 issues of this. 10 this, issues. Uh, this newspaper lady, I guess a journalist is what they're called.
1: <laughs> yes. The newspaper lady.
0: This journalist is trying to track down some information on Newburn and what what he's been up to and like how he's involved with the criminal underground um and she feels like she's getting close I don't know I don't know she might be getting close and Newburn's getting close to also getting like shit fucked up his shit rocked so it feels like everything's like fraying at the edges Mm-hmm. and it's like it's really like the beats are really well done in this issue
1: does he still have that uh woman that he was working with yes is she still a part of it okay
0: yes her name is emily
1: emily okay
0: i i let me double check that but yes
1: all right very good i was wondering about that
0: uh, but yes yeah, she's still like a pretty like integral part of like this book because she's you know studying under him to basically kind of like take his place and he is yeah gross (laughs) and he has like covered for her Who's under him uh she he has covered (laughs) for her so she's like kind of you know trying to decipher if that means like he's willing to throw her under the bus or if he's willing to like actually take care of her right
1: if she can like trust him or not
0: yeah yeah it's it's good good um, and then last of my books by myself I have something is killing the children this is issue number 32 oh yeah like my shirt yes I was like yeah. what is I happening said it, but I, was, pointing <laughs> I said. was like this is like a this is a Dan Mora cover I thought that's what you're pointing at um, I mean
1: it's good <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> good uh, he too. actually he actually shared this cover like a while back mm-hmm. and I was trying to get it then but it ended up not being out till like now so anyway i'm very excited i'm very excited to get this dan mora cover i've been waiting for it all my life um or at least like a year because it says dan mora 21
1: damn
0: uh anyway this just is a really good issue of something is killing the children i'm not gonna lie this issue was like incredibly good in my personal opinion um somebody else kind of was like well it was kind of slow and it's mainly you just like dealing with like the emotional impact like of all the stuff like erica has been dealing with in the last like i don't know i guess i don't know how time works in this book (laughs) so like i'm gonna say like a year Mm -hmm. maybe like a year and a half like she's just been chased by this woman or been chased by this Killer who is willing to like kill anyone close to her and has you know she's basically separated from anyone who like cares about her um so yeah this this issue was really 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 good and it gives you just like i think more like it it humanizes erica like a lot where like the other issues it's not that she's like not human but she's like you know just so Focused on like what her mission is, or like killing the monsters and taking care of other people that like she can kind of feel like one dimensional. Yeah. So this like really give gives you a glimpse into like the weight and the burden of like everything she's been doing. So I don't know. I really liked it. I thought it was really well done. The art was amazing. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm really excited and interested and scared to see what happens in like the next upcoming issues so there's a really cool like connecting cover for like the next couple that was just like solicited Mm -hmm. in this last like new previews so it's tempting to get because it's like looks real cool i'll go look them up once we're done Uh, but that's all i have to say as always i think it is worth checking out something is killing the children it is an extremely good book and worth your time all right very good okay are you ready i'm ready
1: so we have earth divers ice age this is issue number nine um i don't really i don't really know what to say
0: yeah it's basically tawny completes kind of the mission she not that she went back for but you know something she felt like needed to be done Mm -hmm. this book is like kind of confusing
1: yeah it is and i think and i know we've talked about this before and i think it's just because of like the internal like narration that's going on and then the way that she is talking but like no one else can understand her Mm -hmm. so it's like a, a weird Where you are stuck in her head with her thought process that is not your own. And so it's hard to like understand.
0: Yeah. I think for me too, I kind of forgot how she got put back in time. So it's just like, because I feel like that happened. It didn't happen in between the two story arcs, but happened during the first story arc. Right. So it's just like, I kind of lost a thread that I think I have to go back and like refresh myself about how it happened basically though nobody nobody here gets happy endings you fuck with time it doesn't work
1: yeah if you've watched the butterfly effect then you know (laughs)
0: like
1: it's just not you shouldn't be doing that
0: (laughs) i think donnie darko really put it in perspective though yeah that's true okay i'm I'm ready uh Um, does this so this is the sorry this is the end of the ice age one and the next one is something else or
1: i think so that's what it seemed like okay well but it says to be continued so it might be still part of ice age but it's like her like it's her story arc okay so maybe it's her like going back to her time with what she had done i don't know i don't know it just says to be continued so i don't know if that just means like the series itself will continue or her story arc i guess we'll see because it (laughs) looks like the future
0: yeah i was like it does not look like the time we're in that's for sure
1: no unless there's some weird shit going on in these stories which i also would not be surprised about but you know okay Next we have The Lonesome Hunters, The Wolf Child. This is the second issue of this and it is the second part of the story to The Lonesome Hunters.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, Our main character, uh, Howard and the little child Lupe, are trying to stay ahead of the group of horrible zealots that are hunting them down. (laughs) Um, but they run into, uh, the wolf child and now they have to deal with the locals who are trying to figure out where the wolf is thinking that it's like, you know, an actual wolf and stuff and not whatever this is.
0: Yeah. I, this issue was is really good.
1: Yeah, it, it was, it was very, very good. Um, I don't know. I just really like these stories a lot because yeah. that first story arc was incredible
0: i think it's just like i really like howard and lupe a lot and like i like the dynamic between the two because i in this issue you know lupe is very adamant of like having like helping this like child regardless of like what she knows Mm -hmm. and like howard is like so hesitant to do so because i you know he's aware of like what could happen Mm -hmm. like consequences of that and you know she hasn't had those experiences yet not that like you know she would any any normal person would have the experience of like supernatural things happening in the forest and you know local sheriffs and terrible people wanting to just shoot whatever it is um yeah just real good stuff yeah
1: i do like also as part of the relationship how he's just trying to like protect her like mm-hmm. keep her safe because he knows that you know, she's a child she should not be doing this kind of stuff to begin with and it's his job to like keep her safe and alive and stuff i liked seeing that panic when he didn't know like where she was
0: yeah and she's a child who's had like very traumatic experiences like herself so yeah Yeah. um so that's by tyler cook he does both the art and the the writing
1: very good just a good solid little story (laughs) okay i'm Um. ready Next we have the oddly pedestrian life of Christopher Chaos it's issue number 3. This is the three kids getting together and revealing their
0: darkest secrets to each other. Uh again, I re- reiterate that it just feels like an RJ horror book. This one yeah, for sure, especially with the introduction of the uh
1: the man. <laughs> The I I can't think of who the father. Yeah, Uh, I don't know. Just the weird culty vibes that are going on too. Like, yeah, father Andre
0: Andreas. Yes, Andre Andreas. Andreas, Andreas. I don't know. It's uh, he says it after the page. He like walks in the door. Um, yeah, the those the basically like Van Helsing. Van Helsing is who I was thinking of. Yeah, Van Helsing religious cult. Mm-hmm. It
1: is. It is a lot of fun, I think. Um, but it's
0: oh, yeah. also just so goofy. Yeah, I, I I say it's an Archie horror book with the o- utmost respect. <laughs> like, all the love. Oh <laughs> yeah, It's just like it feels like a really good version of those stories. Um, it's just yeah, it's really goofy and it's a lot of fun. Um, the art is really good but Mm -hmm. it is something sometimes when I'm reading it it's just like am I too old for this
1: that is exactly how I felt when I was reading this one because when they were doing their whole confessions to each other I was like I I think
0: I'm too old
1: to be like (laughs) understanding what this is about
0: (laughs) I think I missed it and maybe it's just because it's like teenager teenagers and like mm-hmm. the silliness of the story but yeah it just like it does make me feel really old um I so love how is...
1: these kind of stories always have like a cult of adults that are beefing with teenagers like <laughs> <laughs> kills me
0: uh that's good yeah uh but this is by Tate Rumble. the art's by Isaac Goodart and then the colors are by Miguel Martho. but yeah it's just I don't know if you're looking for fun silly monster shit that's that's it
1: Yeah. Literary, supernatural, teenage Archie shit.
0: It's (laughs) a
1: lot of fun. Uh,
0: Okay. Are you ready for next? Yes.
1: We have bursting from the pages of Barbaric. This is Queen of Swords. (laughs) Good. That was good. Issue number two.
0: Issue number two. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah, Uh, yeah, you just get a little bit more... uh, origin into, like, who Soren is and who Sarah is, like, related to her and stuff and then you get fucking Deadheart killing it in this issue. I, I love Deadheart. I think she's yeah. right
0: really good. Yeah, she's definitely like, the best for sure. Um, I really like this story or, like, this story and this, like, spinoff. Interested to see, like, where it goes.
1: It says... Fortunately, Gabar, who's stuck inside Deadheart's sword, is starting to really enjoy getting swung around by his new muscle mommy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't we all? Yeah, I would love that.
1: That's Uh, what your baby's going
0: to be thinking. Muscle mommy. (laughs) Yeah, my new muscle mommy. I'm just going to be doing this all the
1: time. (laughs) I am going to be very strong when I have this baby.
0: So it's still in there, though? as far as I can tell yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right are you ready so next we have the many deaths of Layla Starr the pen and ink edition I got the like I guess UV treat spot one I don't know felt like it was worth it but this is just like the uh something is killing the children one you get the main story and pencils and ink, and then you have like little quick synopsis of like the page and, or like the the way they uh ble- ble- why am I fucking this up? Felipe Andrade. Andrade, yeah. Uh like his process while making the the story itself. Um, oh, I just love this book so much.
1: Yeah, it was really good, and the introduction
0: mm-hmm. about
1: how Felipe was like picked is is very, very good.
0: It was, uh, I don't know. I I'm glad for this book and this creative team, and you know, I think if you have not read it again, you most definitely sh- should.
1: Um, that's gonna be me <laughs> when my baby is born. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Except for you're not going to be trying to kill it.
1: This is more like it, actually.
0: Uh, it's the little ghost, Braden.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. His name is Darius. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, and then you, so last. Oh.
0: No, I was just going to say that too. My book is damaged. Anyway. Uh, so last we have a little ash can for rare flavors uh it looks like boom is going to be doing this for a few of their books because i know that there's a one for a tom king book coming out here soon but this is by the same team that did many deaths of layla star so Ram V and felipe andrade um this was really good yeah i was gonna say i think one of my favorite
1: things about this team when they work together is the um mythology i guess mm-hmm. that is always included in their stories or like the the cultural differences i guess it's just always really good it's very interesting
0: yeah i i agree with that because with this story i did like go back and look into uh the like painting of the god he was looking at B- yeah Bac- Um and kind of like what Bakasura's deal was because the main character that we're going to be following is obviously that 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 myth mythological being. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I wanted to find out like a little more about them, and I thought that was like, oh, you made me like go do some research on this, which was really cool. Mm -hmm. Um just all of the little character design stuff in the back was so yeah, I was gonna say
1: like oh yeah I, I've looks been so good like the colors and stuff too now is this how it's going to be colored
0: uh, you I have not I, seen any of the colors I I haven't
1: like um, I've tried looks- not to like spoil it for myself because yeah. I like doing this first and seeing like the line art and stuff so I I do want to be surprised but I really oh, like Heather,
0: it looks it looks so fucking good you're <sighs> gonna be so, you're gonna be so pleased I think like I feel like this book will be, like, I don't know if it'll be as good as Many Deaths of Layla Star, but I think it it has, like, the potential to just be, like, very fucking good. Um, It's just, you know, kind of about food and, like, culture. And I, I really, you know, something else that sold me at the beginning of this is just, like, him talking about Anthony Bourdain was something yeah. that was, like, oh, motherfucker. Like, there's just really, I don't know, I'm really looking forward to, like, what's about to come.
1: Did you ever read Hungry Ghosts?
0: I read uh I think I read it but I read it a long time ago like when I started like when I came back. Mhm.
1: Okay. I just it just reminded me of that because of Anthony Bourdain and stuff mm-hmm. and I I know that that book was really good too apparently. I never read it. I just didn't know if there were like any similarities between the two stories.
0: I don't I don't think so Um, but again it's been a a long time since I've I've read the book Um, but yeah I don't know you know how much I love food so I think that's also something that's really like gonna yeah make make me go crazy like a fucking like the wolf that like wolf from the cartoons where he's like popping his eyes out and like howling it's just like that's me over food in this book (laughs) paradise yeah (laughs) where he shoots himself in the head the head because he's so horny yeah that's me but over a comic book
1: that's fair i love it it is the bone
0: zone so it is the bone zone um but yeah i i can't wait i can't wait it's like this book like this can It was just like fuck I, I want the actual book like right now like i understand why you're doing this so you can get like you know other people to pick it up and I mean I sold a bunch of these like ash cans to people because big love to Ram V, but Fuck, dude.
1: I don't anyway, want to wait. I was gonna say it would be super easy to sell. I fucked up. Let me tell you how I fucked up. I ordered the this ash can and then totally forgot to put the the main series like on my pole. Oh, like but you did, forgot. right? I did I did okay. end up but like it was one of those things where it was last previews I believe I was like looking through the catalog and I was like I'm not on this <laughs> I thought I was no I had just ordered the the ash can and that was it
0: and I think all the B covers like are by Danny so it's been hard for, like it's been real tempting for me to like want to get A and B's and I'm like you can't there's no need for you to do that dude like you you have to have some weird limit um anyway just so everybody knows this book comes out september 20th so not that long of a wait but too too long at the same time
1: i'll probably need someone to deliver them to me
0: we can do that we'll make it happen uh so that's all i got do you have anything no that's it that's all i got all the comics we did it Two weeks two worth of weeks. Um. So yeah, you know, go to your local comic book shops and buy some comics. Uh, September twentieth, we have a book. You know, we highly, highly suggest you go pick up the first issue because it's going to be very, very good. Uh, go to your local libraries, check out some books, use their resources, do what you can to support them. Take care of your friends. Take care of each other. Be good to yourself. I think that's important. What you got, Heather? just read <laughs> just
1: read reading is so much fun and it makes you smarter and easier to have a
0: conversation with these are uh, true true things um so yeah heather might be having her baby at any moment now and the next oh God, here he comes <laughs> <laughs> in the next 2 weeks so you know just keep an eye on our space we'll tell you we won't show you the baby i'll show you pictures of gambit or something instead um but it'll be cool We'll have a little, we'll have a little boner in our, our zone.
1: I'll make sure he's in a few episodes, just facing towards me, so all you see <laughs> is the back of his big bald head.
0: You should, we should get. Uh, too bad, like let was gonna say, too bad plastic masks are probably bad for babies. Just know wearing like Batman mask. And put it on.
1: That would be really funny, though i was thinking Uh, about like pretending that (laughs) brayden was him at some (laughs) point being like this is my baby
0: (laughs) all great ideas anyway the baby is coming yes labor labor watch 2023
1: (laughs) he'll be here anytime now hopefully within the next week i've been doing everything i can to
0: make it happen so we'll we'll make it happen somehow so if you're listening Uh, do what you can. Thoughts and prayers. Heather gets this baby out of her body.
1: Yes, please. I want to, I want to sleep on my back again.
0: (laughs) Okay. That's, that's all we got. Uh, Thank you for listening. We love you for all of your support and we'll see you on the the flippity flip.
1: Later. (laughs)